Hello there, sir. We made it. You. I am uh, I am not dying this week, so that is d- absolutely delightful. Not dying on a on like day 3 or 4 of a Z-pack and enjoying enjoying a lovely old-fashioned at a boy. Bottom shelf. Oh, ran out of ran out of the good stuff. So we're we're going straight up bottom shelf here. Well, I'm bottom I'm adjacent. Sponsored, I'm sponsored by water this evening, so Ooh. that makes well, you nice. better. Um, mm. yeah, I've been sponsored by water for like two weeks. <laughs> I was thinking about it today, and <laughs> ever since, like, ever since my wife, like, I, I don't know, it's just she can't drink, so it doesn't feel right to drink in front of her. So I just haven't ever replenished you know the the need in the house um but she was at Publix the other day and she's like hey you know do you want um what did she get she got me some fruit water (laughs) (laughs) well she bought she's the one that was like hey i noticed you haven't been drinking do you want any and i was like well that makes it sound like i have a problem that you noticed i haven't been drinking but (laughs) you've been You've been a little testy lately. Do you want? Uh, do you want sober. some liquid? Like, like, I think. I think we need. I think we need a little bit of liquid mellow. Oh, um, man, it is. To be fair, I did the same thing for for a good while of the pregnancy. Kristen's like, you should just, you should just do it. Just, oh. just have a, just have a drink. It's okay. I'll, I'll vicariously drink. She <laughs> bought, she bought those, um, like non-alcoholic beers. Like I have to give her credit. It, it those things are disgusting. Uh huh. Kristen has like gone above and beyond and out of her way to like, like I'll go eat Chick Fil A, and she's like, I don't know if I necessarily want to introduce baby to that. And I'm like, I don't know about you, but like, I don't, I can't not have Chick-fil-A for that long. Like nine months of like eating healthy and proper and like, oh, you must. We ate so much (laughs) Chick-fil-A. You must really, really love uh, Baby Nugget. um, That is, you know. Yeah. You got to feed Baby Nugget some nuggets. (sighs) That's what I keep saying. Uh, It's important. You you gotta start them right. I mean that that is the Lord's chicken. Like <laughs> it is, it is, and I feel like you're gonna raise them up on Jesus. You better damn sure raise them on chicken that makes you go on Jesus' chicken. That's good. <laughs> oh no, man! I just I have to give her all the credit in the world. I'm like, surprised I, you're not in marketing for Chick Fil A. I really should be. <laughs> Hire me. Sponsor me. Want to want to see us lose customers? <laughs> man. Instead Ooh. of staying in bed, shouting, oh, God, all morning, oh. make sure you get your Chick-fil-A the night before so you can say, Jesus Christ, that's good. Oh, <laughs> man. I, wow. You know, <laughs> it was a running joke in my office. Our, our, our old office used to be like less than two miles from a Chick-fil-A. I think I ate <laughs> Chick-fil-A every day for like a solid 10 days or something like that at one point, just because I was in my 20s. I didn't want to make lunch or bring lunch. <laughs> I just go to Chick-fil-A every day. And I was like, it's my first time having like adult-ish money. And I was like, I can afford this. Yeah, I can do this whenever. Wait, I can eat Chick-fil-A whenever I want. I can have Chick-fil-A for oh my breakfast, God. lunch, and dinner. <laughs> every time. And then <laughs> and then I hit my mid-20s and my body said, yeah, you can. You can. <laughs> <laughs> you shouldn't. You definitely you, shouldn't. Cheat. You're going to regret it. <laughs> <laughs> but you can definitely do that. That's a thing that could happen to you that it's a choice <laughs> you can make but you're gonna regret it 
Oh man. Yeah, that's that's usually our our like duty weekend. Anytime like you know, you start you start the lunch conversation at approximately you know, a reasonable lunchtime hour, so eight o'clock. Yep. Um, because we've only been we've been at work for a couple hours at that point. So it's like, okay, time to start thinking about lunch. Like it's eight AM. They're like, I don't see what your point is. What? And if it's a Saturday, hey. yeah. The the an immediate conversation is is always like, wait, if we say Chick-fil-A around one person, that's that's what we're gonna get. Like so is everyone are we on board with Chick-fil-A or are we looking to do something else this time? And inevitably it's like every Saturday, it's Chick-fil-A. Man, it's just so damn good. It really is. The the lemonade, diet lemonade. That's oh my god. If you haven't had Chick-fil-A's diet lemonade, then like what are you even doing? What what do you what do you what have you done with your life that there, you that you do not have this? There are people who listen to this podcast that don't live in the United States. And for that Oh man. I say thank you, first of all, um, but for listening, not not thank you for living outside of the U.S. I mean, I suppose thank you for that, too, I in some respects. It go either way. But <laughs> yeah, it's true. I, I really, really <laughs> do wish for everyone's sake, for those of you that have never had the gloriousness, like it's that food like Chick-fil-A is just like Southern white dudes. It, it's that food that like it doesn't matter who you are. <laughs> Or what your background is, you're just like, hey, you want to go to Chick-fil-A? Like, I feel like the- if we ever do a Patreon, one tier will be like, we will ship you like Chick-fil-A diet lemonade. We'd have to ship it on like dry ice or something like that if we're shipping it anywhere. Hey, but- we we can make we can make the tiers. It it doesn't matter. I've I've heard that's how it works. We can we can do what we want. We can do it. And one we- of those should definitely be ship Chick-fil-A to those who are less fortunate and have not had the gloriousness of Chick-fil-A. It's delicious. I don't know if Chick-fil-A actually, you know what I have tonight. We're sponsored by Chick-fil-A. Apparently (laughs) we are. Uh, I'm just curious if Chick-fil-A is a global, a global, it is Chick-fil-A exists in three countries, the United States, the United Kingdom and Canada. So technically, so like one and a half it is, it is global. Um, for those of you that live in Europe, <laughs> we're definitely got to go check out. You got to go to the United Kingdom just to have some Chick Fil A. Like, and we're so it, sorry for this aside for the past twenty five minutes, minutes about Chick Fil A. This Chick Fil A commercial <laughs> that we've been doing for the past six minutes. Oh. This is what happened. See, last week, last week it was definitely like you know post post emergency room, post death doorstep, yeah. um, funk. This time, oh man. The rabbit trails are back, and they are back in force, Full ladies and gentlemen. Force. You oh. just just get ready. The oh. scholar has his work one hundred percent cut out for him. The <laughs> the thing is, is like we haven't recorded. I think, and it's been almost two weeks since I've talked to you. Like, had a conversation with you, and I there's too so damn long <laughs> nonsense that we have to get out because. I mean, we the last time I saw you uh, was post uh, post hospital visit, which was a terribly yes. scary ordeal. Um, it was not. It was not ideal. I mean, no, no, it wasn't. Um, I would have. I would have liked to have done things differently. <laughs> that was, uh, man. So many things went wrong that night. Your yes. car headlights died. I almost. I almost got in a horrible which, accident. Speaking of which, we uh, got a new car. Did uh, you? Oh, because we took that car to the shop, and uh, they were like, 
oh, well, you know, we think the headlight ballast is out. Maybe. We're not entirely sure. I'm like, well, that's weird because this is the same bullshit you guys did with the other one. It cost me $30 to replace it. And oh <laughs> like God. $30 in two hours of time. And they were like, that'll be $600. And I'm like, go fuck yourself. <laughs> uh, so we took it back in again. And they're like, oh, the other one's out now. I'm like, okay, so what's that? What's that run? Well, it's that. Well, it's the electrical control board. Wait, so electrical control board or ballast? Because those are two things. And electrical control board makes sense because that's what we told you is something electric is wrong because the radio is possessed, like all this stuff. Right. And, and they're like, oh, yeah, it's going to be $790. Nope. <laughs> like, hey, fuck yourself. <laughs> like, absolutely not. Also like, pretty that- sure they left our windows down in the rain because everything was like soaked in the car we picked it up and i'm like are you kidding like fuck you people do you know how like you were like decent well i guess it was the passenger side oh man and i'm just like i was i was like you know what whatever it's going away so we we did carvana there you go easiest so far the easiest (laughs) thing ever we'll update we'll we'll update you on the the next episode if it (laughs) indeed was the easiest but uh delivery is tomorrow so we will no longer have that have that particular vehicle what'd you um end up getting if you want to share on the a gmc acadia oh those are cool yeah it was essentially something that was safe and reliable that was that was it so it's a like a 2015 those like worked to you know that is i guess let us uh (laughs) Well, I mean, that's literally, we went to the exact same thing with Kristen's car. Um, that yeah. Like, it, her, hers were her wheel axles. And, like, buying a car right mm-hmm. now is, like, I heard someone in my office complaining about they've got a 16-year-old they're trying to buy a car for. And, the, like, <laughs> the lady, the she used to be my boss, and she was like, yeah, like, people are putting down money before cars even make it to the lot. Like, there's no negotiation. There's just, this is the price. You're going to pay it's it. Just, it's this, just silliness. It's just dumb. Like, it's, it's, I, I truly do wonder. I mean, like, we really haven't had a lot of supply chain issues here in, in, in Florida, at least the, the part of Florida I live in. But with the last two weeks, I feel like with Christmas time, I have really seen it, like, on just like weird things. All of a sudden, yeah. they're just not on show, like Gatorade. All of a sudden, you right. can't Gatorade. Like, son Any- of a bitch. <laughs> yeah. I, that's that's like my post workout. Like I love to have a Gatorade in the morning, and you cannot find that shit anywhere. I'm like, what is the not ideal? What what is the like run on Gatorade now? I'm like, uh, I don't know. And now now Omicron has made its appearance in, in Tallahassee, which is and everywhere as the most that. as the most prevalent uh, variant, I believe, now in the world. Is it? I asked my wife this earlier. Three quarters of the cases, I, I think, was the last number that I saw. If it weren't for the fact that my wife were pregnant and, like, there's the potentiality of this damaging... I mean, this could truly hurt our child. Right. Like, other and that... other people. Uh, Which is I, half this fucking country doesn't give a shit about. I just... I noticed, like, when I, I've gone back to wearing masks when I go into, like... Yes. Or Target or whatever... And like I know, you know, it, the the efficiency of a mask really only works if everybody Help, like, yeah helps other people. But like, which is which is why the uh, you know a specific faction in our country doesn't give a shit about it. You know, 
the was, evangelicals. <laughs> wild to me when I was picking up dinner last night. We're going to go back to that in just a second. Don't worry. <laughs> uh, but, um, it, I was picking up dinner last night just because it's Christmas. It's the week before Christmas, and it's we're still getting shit sent off to people and packed up and everything. And I'm wearing a mask, and I'm in uh, like I had picked up my dinner, and I went to pick up hers at Five Guys. And this mm, Five Guys, oh, it was she enjoyed it. Yeah. Um, because it's amazing. <laughs> we're just like it's no Chick Fil A. We are shilling for everybody tonight. I'm just hungry. <laughs> like I haven't eaten in two weeks. Like that's I think that's what's happening here. Like oh. na- name another restaurant. <laughs> See how about. Mm. All right, we're really going to test this. We're really, really going to test this. If you say Golden Corral, I'm going to fucking kill you. <laughs> <laughs> how, does how does McDonald's sound to you right now? It sounds horrendous because that's what got me into this mess to begin with. <laughs> oh, that's, I, knew I, I knew I could make you not like that one. Sweet I, success. Okay, but, so I'm not crazy. No, I, <laughs> well, a little bit, but yeah. not, not terribly. Not totally. <laughs> I just this this douchebag had the audacity to look at me last night while I'm wearing my mask. I'm literally in the store picking up food and leaving. Like I'm not like like mouth breathing on the guy. Like I'm off by myself watching Netflix in the corner of the restaurant waiting for food. And this guy makes a point of coming over to like stand near me and then looks at me and goes, "Bet you feel like an idiot wearing that mask." And I, the peaceful loving human being that I am, that you all know, have never wanted so badly for someone to get sick in my life. Pull it down and go. <coughs> I'm dumb. Dumb now. So fucking bad. Like, like I who's told, the idiot now? <laughs> I told my wife. I was like, it took all of the restraint I had in my body. I had not been home yet. Like it was like seven thirty, and I had just been working at the spreadsheets all day. And I, I was like. I'm gonna punch a guy. Like you're gonna have to come bail me out for getting in a fight at no, five guys. You don't. You don't have to punch him. You just pull your mask down, cough on him, and go. Guess who has COVID now? Do you oh. feel dumb? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's a way better revenge. I mean, I, I just. I mean, you you don't have COVID, but he'll he'll never know. When did we, as a society, feel like it's okay to just walk up and talk to people in public? First of all, like don't talk to me like i don't i don't mind that part it's the don't give me your shitty opinions like like okay so i'm maybe i'm not wearing the particular garments you would like and you're like oh yeah you think maybe you shouldn't have worn uh worn jinkos like yeah i lived through the 90s also we couldn't afford jinkos so i couldn't wear them you know r.i.p my street cred yeah (laughs) it's, it's like who who walks up to people and like where it's okay to just be like, all right, yeah, I'm questioning all of your life choices. Like, how about this, fucker? If you don't want to wear a mask, don't. But I do hope you die. Leave, <laughs> leave me fucking alone. Yeah, but I, let me wear my mask in peace, asshole. I told my wife this story, and she that I know who you voted for. Um, I mean, I don't really think it takes a fucking you know. No, which rock- is delightful. That is one of the pieces of news I have this week that was uh, brought to me by uh, this snarky wife. Is uh, a <laughs> Was it tr- the the Trumpster announced that he got his booster shot to a chorus of boos and I'm like, well, 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 if it isn't the consequences so of my own actions, he's created a monster and now he yeah. can't control it anymore. I mean, like, who? Yeah, who nobody wants to see Marshall no more. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> oh, folks, it's 15 minutes in. We haven't even gotten to the news. Oh, yet. welcome to House of Nerd. <laughs> there it is. Jesus. There, there it Woo. is. Oh, yeah, we are, we are back in this. <laughs> this big, is how we roll. I big forgot. Damn week for things. Like, there is a lot of stuff to talk about. Is there? Like, oh, good. Oh, yeah, there's a lot of stuff to talk about. And, like, a lot of it I can't talk to you about yet because you haven't gone and seen Spider-Man yet. Mm, yeah. Which is, oh, oh uh, man. Let, let me just, So excited. Let me so excited to someday <laughs> be able to go see that. Uh, what, I, what I know to be a delightful movie without having without even having seen it before let me tell you i this is the i mean obviously it's the first time i've been back in the movie theaters um since 20 2019 i think it's the first time i've been to a movie in a movie theater um obviously you know there was a little thing called covid um oh yeah in case you hadn't heard but <laughs> i this is a global pandemic <laughs> i went into this movie not expecting much and i am i am i was blown away like this, this might be as good as Endgame. Like it, it is. I, I don't know if it's just the fact that we haven't had one in a while, or or no, I take that back. This is a damn good movie. Like Spider Man, it is. If you have not seen it, um, and there are definitely ways to do it where you don't have to be around people. Like we went. It was me and and friend of the podcast Sunny, and a couple of people from work. We went and we were separated from people. It was lovely. Like, it wasn't that packed. It was great. We were able to kind of, you know, do our own thing and watch the movie. It was, it was glorious. I, I, That's amazing. Oh, man. It was awesome. Let me tell you. I know, I know very soon I won't be able to say that I'm doing these things. Um, but uh, when, when baby arrives, that will likely go out the window. Um, but uh, let me I would say highly, highly likely. But in the meantime, Oh, man. Enjoy, enjoy life. Oh, I man. need them to go back to putting things on TV for thirty dollars. Oh, that's man. that's what I need in my life. It's gonna be coming to Disney Plus soon. Like, I mean, we get the Eternals is coming. I think uh, January, January sixth. I think is the date. Yes, um, which we can finally watch the movie that we have both lampooned and sung its praises. Um, so hopefully, it doesn't entirely suck. I'm still shocked that I haven't spoiled that one yet for myself. Like I have no idea what that movie, what that movie is going to look like. So, you know, anyway. is, yeah, fine by fine by me. Like I'm, oh, yeah. I am glad I have I have magically somehow managed to avoid spoilers. I know. I'm I'm really really excited to see that movie on Disney Plus when it comes out. But the the reason I bring up Spider Man is, is dualfold. Um, a when it does come out on Disney Plus, I think. I think that may be the first of our movie reviews that we do. We've talked about this. We've bandied it about a little bit. Um, you know, obviously, uh, we had a, a, a Life Happens episode last week where we were both uh, a little under the weather, I, I, I guess you'll say. I, I know yeah. I sounded like I uh, had the worst sinus infection of all time. And you you had your Jordan uh, flu game on the podcast here, just battling through some mystery illness. Um, but I think we've... We've agreed that we're going to put a few uh, movie reviews in the can so we'll have something to release in the future. Um, so, yeah, just in case stuff like this happens again. 
Well, once once we both have tiny small ones running around, I think it's a distinct possibility one, if not both of us, will be sick again. Um, and that's you know, that's equal parts terrifying and equal parts like <laughs> I don't I don't know if it's weird, but like I'm looking forward to like I'm totally looking forward to when Little Nugget arrives um, because now you know. Like little, just little, use a bunch of sick leave. Exactly. I mean, I'm almost maxed out yet again. So, anyway, yeah, it's perfect. That's why you know that's why you decide to have a child is to make sure that you're totally capitalizing on the sick leave that you have available. Get away, obviously. obviously. Use, use some of that that sick leave so I can get it out of my uh, out of my bank. Hey, I've got a lot of news to talk about. <laughs> and now that we're is this your way? Is this your way of segueing back? Is, no. that, is that what's happening? No, no, honestly, no. Um, no, I have a, I have a Spider-Man, uh, a Spider-Man exciting bit of news that I want to talk about. Ooh. I want to hear what you, what you think. Um, is it a spoiler-free? It is spoiler-free. Okay, good. It is spoiler-free. We will not. There will be no spoilers of Spider-Man on this podcast because I know you haven't seen it. Um, well done. Is Darth Vader his father? He is. How okay. Do you know? Perfect. How, how'd you know? Um, no. I want to talk about um, a comment that came out this week from Kevin Feige. Actually, not a comment, a statement um, came out from Kevin Feige. That sounds, a, that sounds official. It is. And it was a statement done with the New York Times. Um, in an interview um, released this week, Kevin Feige said, quote, Amy Pascal, who is a producer for Sony. Uh, so Amy Pascal and I and Disney and Sony are actively beginning to develop where the story goes next. Feige said in the interview with New York Times, he feels comfortable saying it now because he doesn't want fans to have separation trauma like they did back in 2019 <laughs> when they saved Spider-Man uh, hashtag that was like trending for several days. Um, Pascal, again from Sony, echoed Feige's sa- statement saying that she loves working with Kevin in the MCU. We have a great relationship and I hope it lasts forever. Now, this article goes on to talk about how much, you know, Spider-Man is important to both Sony and the uh, Marvel. Read how many dollar signs Spider-Man is making for everyone involved. That's what I want to talk about. Um, Because buried in the snippet of this article, Feige confirms that Spider-Man 4 is already in development. Yes, Uh, I did see that. Okay, so... If you don't know why I'm bringing this up, it's because there was the the big thing about Spider-Man is that Spider-Man is technically owned for his movie properties by Sony Pictures, um, which is why we've seen like six or seven other Spider-Man movies. Like Spider-Man just keeps getting a new Spider-Man every few years, basically. Right. Um, and it seems like uh, people really seem to love Tom Holland Spider-Man um, a lot. Except for and, one dude on the internet that I just recently saw on Facebook who was like, Tom Holland is the worst Spider-Man ever. And I'm like, they're like, Andrew Garfield for life. Or not Andrew Garfield, who was it? To- Toby Maguire for life. And I'm like, what is wrong with you? I Where, will say, did you forget Spider-Man 3? <laughs> I will say, uh, Sp- Toby Toby Maguire's Spider-Man's um, were great because it was the yeah. first bit of it was the first bit of superhero movies like it was kind of the first wave of things um the garfield movies were different um and i liked that they were different villains and i liked that it was a different spider-man holland is my favorite spider-man i mean oh, yeah. I, easily I, I think he gets the benefit of being in the marvel cinematic universe um 
and I, I think he just has a better story overall. Um, and I have to be really careful what I say here um, because I don't want to spoil it for you or any. Um, <laughs> I already may know that some of those other Spider-Men's make appearances in the movie. Okay. Well, if you may know that, um, then I can maybe confirm um, that that this Spider-Man makes the other Spider-Man better, if that makes sense. This, no, that makes sense. This movie makes those other six movies so far and above better. Um, and, and to know that there is the potentiality for another Spider-Man, a Spider-Man 4, um, I mean, clearly there's going to be one. Right. Um, point. It just makes me happy because this, like I said, this film was, was excellently directed. It was excellently acted. Um, the story makes sense. It has a, a really tight story. And all at the same time, it opens up the door for other things to happen down the line, which is wonderful. Um, and it, it's the first Spider-Man that you really watch that the, it does have an end credit scene, um, but the end credit scene is way different than the ones that you, you get used to with Marvel, um, Marvel uh, properties. So you'll find out about it in a few weeks um, when it starts to, it, some, some things will happen that will like start appearing on, on other forms of media, I think. And then I'll be able to come back to this comment and say, this is why I didn't want to say anything about it at that right. point. Um, but let me much appreciate it. Let me just tell you when you get there, I'm going to be very excited for you because I may or may not have yelled and popped out of my seat when, um, when this thing happened. So <laughs> I, I'm just going to tell you, I've only ever done that once for a Marvel, uh, Marvel universe. And it was when we got an Avengers assemble line dropped during Endgame. that moment is the equivalent of what we saw at the end of Spider-Man. Um, so I'm not, trying to, I'm not trying to oversell it. I'm not going to tell you what it is, but I'm just going to tell you <laughs> really, but definitely going to sell it. <laughs> I, I, I'm not, I'm going to sell it because it's fucking worth it. And it is wonderful. Um, I'm excited for you. I, I, I am. I am pretty pumped to, to see that movie. That's one of the ones I've been most excited to, to finally get to see. Well, and, and actually that's a, great transition he didn't practice that i promise and i didn't tell him what i was going to talk about next um because you said one of the movies you're most excited to see um i think what's really great about the spider-man movie is that it's happened um and now we're back to a we're back to a, like a release schedule for marvel movies and marvel tv shows um because because this show came out, there was an article on Gizmodo this week about the next Marvel releases. What's next up, Pike, basically. Um, and I just wanted to run down these really quickly, just to remind you and those that are they're listening what's coming. Um, because now that Spider-Man No Way Home has, has appeared, um, the next movie in line is Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. So which, excited. <laughs> which may... I get more excited about that the more... The, the closer it gets man i'm telling you i went into spider-man thinking like i just want this i want to watch this movie because i'm ready to see multiverse of madness yeah uh, and i came out of spider-man i legitimate stood in the parking lot with friend of the podcast sunny and we stood there for 20 minutes and i went when is fucking may gonna get here because like this multiverse of madness is going to be it's going to be I don't see how it's not going to be amazing. 
I, I just I, I don't want to put on, pin all my hopes on it, but like, damn it, man! Like, I cannot wait for this movie, especially now that Spider Man is over. And additionally, right after that, in July, you get Thor: Love and Thunder, which, if you remember, this is the fourth Thor. This is the Thor that's going to re- bring back Jane Foster, um, played by Natalie Portman. Uh, this is the one where she's going to become the goddess of the goddess of thunder, um, which it's directed by Taika Wadi, who is fantastic. Um, he has called it "quote the craziest shit he's ever done." <laughs> and like, I don't know if you needed to be sold on that movie more, but like, yeah, yes, please. Like to follow that, to follow that later in the summer, we're getting Miss Marvel, which introduces uh, Iman Vellani as Kamala Khan which is kind of the opening for Mar- Marvel Secret Invasion, Marvel Armor Wars. It's just like our entire, like at least when, we, when the two of us were collecting comics, like it's, yep. it's just they're just legit following all those storylines and they're going, oh, hey, we know our target market. Um, uh-huh. Here's movies that are literally the things you've already read, but we're going to do it with movies. And we're like, Fuck yes, this is even better. But I'm not like, even done. That's the thing. But wait, there's more. There <laughs> is. Because in November, on the 11th, we get Black, uh, Black Panther Wakanda Forever, which is going to be a, a landmark movie. I mean, you remember Black Panther had a huge, like, uh, a huge cultural shift for Black Panther to have the first African-American superhero I remember that there was that movie made. That was just a printing press. And now you have, I mean, Chadwick Boseman has passed tragically. So now you have, you know, potentially the, the mantle of Black Panther passing to Letitia White, right? Who plays Shuri. Or um, if she doesn't necessarily get her act together. Killmonger. Wait. Go to Killmonger, <laughs> which would potentially be even better. Um <laughs> I, that sounds like a fun what if. I, I really, I'm, I don't, I don't know what I'm more excited about. Truthfully, um, is going to Shuri because I love her character, but I don't love necessarily the actress who's playing the character. Didn't um, Killmonger die? Did he die? He does. He okay. does die. But it's a superhero movie, so <laughs> he died on screen. So it would be hard to bring him back. But would it? Um, I mean, this is Marvel, and it's right. Uh, I'm like. Captain America was shot in the face and they're like, yeah, no, we're, we're good. We got this. Uh, Baker, we're not going to yeah. give you any credit for this, but we're going to steal your entire, you know, your entire run. Um, right. But the thing is, right. Like the, that's the end of the movies, but that is not the end of the shows. You've got Moon Knight, which is starring Oscar Isaac, who is a fantastic uh, actor. Pretty excited for that as well. Playing a, a superhero with dissociative identity disorder. Which, like, I've never read a Moon Knight series, uh, book at all. So I, I'm going into that completely, completely unprepared. Marvel you've Batman. Got, you've got She-Hulk, <laughs> but starring Tatiana Maslany. Um, that's listed as a comedy, which that I <laughs> I don't know how nice. that's going to happen. Which, fun fact, the Hugo Awards, uh, I think it was like best, best writing or something like that, went to... Uh, the Good Place season finale or series finale. Did it really? So, fun fact. It's associated. So, I feel good about that. But you finish, you finish the year next year. You get an animated I Am Groot series, which is probably 
probably going to be geared more towards the younger audiences, which I'm, you know, we've got plenty of other things to watch next year. And then you get the Guardians of the Galaxy, the holiday special, which (laughs) I am eagerly awaiting because following that not too long after that in 2023 is Guardians of the Galaxy uh, Volume 3. There is so much coming in the next year. And these are characters that like legitimately you if you'd asked me few, three or four years ago, I'd have been like, there's no way I'm watching, you know, uh, a talking raccoon, a talking raccoon, a moon knight, she hulk. I mean, like any of these things. And now I'm like, give it to me now. Like, I, I will watch it all right now. I think there's, there's so much. And it's just I, I don't know if I'm just excited because the episode we're going to review tonight is just really really good or if i'm just still on that spider-man high from from no way home but column a column b i I feel like that's that's fine yeah it's it's just there's just so much marvel news this week but but there's also there's also star wars news which is even better because there's new character details that have been released about ivana sakno's uh character um, this is coming from the Illuminati this week um, in an article published late last week. Um, we have a name for uh, Ivana's character. And I, I'm going to read you a description, and I'm curious to see who you think this sounds remarkably like. I'm, I'm curious if our minds went to this place here. All right, you ready? Let's do this. All right. I'm a cashier. <laughs> Ivana will be playing a character named Astrid who is described as striking and ferocious, a formidable mercenary who now must decide between two paths. Astrid can either follow the path of her unit or take hold of her own aspiration in service of her own glory. So Snark, I ask you, who does this sound like to you? There are no wrong answers. I'm just curious. Mm, I feel like there's, there could be, a couple, especially with research sounding like typing. Mm. Um, Would you like me to tell you who I think this sounds like? Sure. I think this sounds a lot like Sabine. And perhaps a friend of Sabine mm. who makes an appearance in Rebels. Um, I suppose it could be friend of friend of Sabine. I, I don't think this person's name is actually going to be Astrid. Um, I, I, I think we've seen this character before. It could be Astrid Fenris. That would be interesting. Uh, I just, I, I thought it might be Ketsu, who we saw during Rebels. You know, she was a she was a cadet at the Imperial Academy um, when they were back on Mandalore. I don't actually. We may not have met this character yet um, in Rebels. I, I just, I'm not sure. I think she appears later in in Rebels. Um, I'm still hoping it's. Um, I'm blanking on her name because it's been weeks since I finished the Thrawn book now, but like the, the other like Chiss ascendancy Admiral, but that, with that description, I'm like, um, I mean, I suppose it could, but she was just coming around to like, okay, we'll, we'll talk to the empire uh, in service of our greater good because Thrawn, well, this article goes on to say state that Ahsoka is also casting for the character of Barris Alfie. Um, 
the former Jedi, yeah. Jedi Padawan and, and confident of Ahsoka. Uh, we all remember she frames Ahsoka for a terrorist attack um, that she commits. And then she just disappears. So, right, like, so we've not seen the end of Barriss's story. Um, I'm getting very strong. Like, I feel like all of the lead characters in this show are going to be female. Um, and the villain is going to be male. And I, I think it's... Oh, no. Like, I everyone's worst her. nightmare about Kathleen Kennedy is coming true. I think it's... Only it's not Kathleen her. Kennedy. Um, that, true. Fair. <laughs> I, I just... They, they go on to state later in the article that... Uh, Lucas Lucasfilm is actually going to begin. It's going to pre- begin production for the Mandalorian later this year. I, or excuse me, not the Mandalorian. It um, for for Ahsoka. Ahsoka. Makes me a little sad that we're only beginning production because that means that we're not quite there yet. Um, but you know what? I mean, we're going to get there. We're going to get this. We just went through like ten Marvel shows that we're going to see next year or movies. Yeah. Um, We've got just so much stuff coming. I, I'm just, I'm, I'm. We, we are living in the golden age of comic book TV and, and sci-fi TV. Like I just, this is just. At least until we get the Firefly remake reboot, and uh, we can we can all be sad about that probably. I I wasn't gonna bring that up because I I did see some news about that this week on the internet that that's coming. But there's no like, there's nothing concrete about it, you know. It's just that there's going to be a reboot, and I'm yeah. like, all right, well, I don't want to have to. I, I don't want to judge it until I see it. But like, there are other things you could make that aren't Firefly. Right. Like, even even honestly, even Serenity was was a good movie. Um, I enjoyed it, but like, I would have been okay if we didn't get Serenity. Like, it just. Some things are leave good. Them, yeah, leave them wanting more. Leave it alone. Just, just leave it alone. Um, you know, let us make fun of Fox forever for canceling Firefly right. after that episode. Instead of, instead of proving that they should have. That's kind of where I'm. I, I, I think you summed it up way better than I could have. Um, so, all On right. That note, next news story, or that's or the, are those those the news stories? That's it for news. All right. That's it for news. Snark, are you ready to dive into uh, episode four of Hawkeye? I mean, I I think so. This could be like the one with all the feelings. Oh, like we had the one with all the arrows. That's what I, we're, so we're watching it actually again. It's playing out there. I think episode four is actually playing right now in my living room. Really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> so when, when we finish, I will immediately walk out and go watch episode five mm. uh, because yes I, I i want to we're, we're sitting uh, on and the I'm, I'm an adult we're sitting on the eve of episode six the finale right <laughs> both premiere in like a, a few short hours i so who knows we may get a double episode we may actually finally pull off a fucking double episode we'll see we may we might i've been mean, talking about it for uh since episode two i mean so. boba fett the book of boba fett is literally days away at this mm. point we can talk about boba fett oh. at all that's is- that's because we are about to we are about to blow your ear holes up oh with hours gosh. of content for Boba Fett. I'm sure. I cannot wait. I'm trying to <laughs> pull myself back and just to be. It's Christmas. The snark has the snark has house guests. I mean, the scholar has a very pregnant wife, so I'm trying to be yeah, has has one house guest. Yeah, we do. Currently, we do. a tiny little parasite. 
you know, <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm debating. I'm trying to remember. Um, before we dive in on this episode, Snark, remind me. Did did you reveal beforehand what you were having, whether or not it was a a a female pterodactyl or a male pterodactyl? I, I forget if we talked about it. Um, I can't remember. I okay. I think so. I think once we once we told once we told people, then it was it was indeed revealed that it was a it was a little lady pterodactyl. I we found out last week, and that's the other thing is like since the last time we talked, we found out what we're having. It's it's been a busy two weeks since like we saw you last. Indeed, and I don't know that I have cleared this with uh, <laughs> Mama Bear. Then, so then you should I, definitely wait and clear it with Mama Bear, and then, I'm and then reveal on, on our new double yeah. episode. I'm gonna sit on this news for another uh, another week. Um, I, Tweet I us know. what you think. I don't know that anybody cares. Lady or Lord Pterodactyl. <laughs> but we're going to hold off on that just because I don't want her to murder me. Um, our That's family. a good plan. Single mom would not be great. <laughs> so so let's talk about... And she'd be like, worth it. <laughs> she absolutely would. And your wife... Your wife would be like, yeah, I hope you had the body. <laughs> like, that's exactly that's, what would happen. That's a dangerous combination. It is. Oh. Let's talk about season okay. four, uh, entitled Partners, am I right? Um, written by Aaron Cansino and Heather Quinn, directed by Bert and Bertie. Uh, original air date, December the 8th, 2021. Um, I, I just want to start here, but like, I think I texted you last night when I was watching this again, and I said, this is why I fucking love Marvel. Like, uh, like no joke. Like, I was pretty down on this show after last uh, the episode three echoes. It was it was an action set piece. Like, essentially, that's what we got. We got a little bit of story and you know some like clever lines and all that fun stuff. But it was really just like an advertisement for arrows, I guess. <laughs> like some <laughs> weird in-universe advertisement for like look at all these trick arrows. Um, they did a cool thing with the arrows this week. I love the fact that they made that a plot point where Hawkeye was like, there are no more. You have to go get them. That was... Right. That yeah, was we've, we've only got a few. Yeah, I, I don't know... The what... boomerang arrow? <laughs> so that it's coming back at yeah. us. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, you'd have to dodge. There was so <laughs> funny... So many good lines. Funny lines this week. And it just... This show has heart. And these people have like legitimate i think that's the best way to sum up the this show is that it it has it has heart like that's what it that's what it feels like that it's just it's a small it's a small show like very Mm -hmm. small very intimate show that yeah i mean last, last week we had just you know bunch of action but it's it's got it's got heart and the characters and the way they interact it it honestly reminds me of like every freaking USA show from the characters welcome era. Like, like, yeah, they're not where the objectively, like they're really not great shows like that. They were putting out. They were, they were okay. Like mediocre shows plot wise, but the characters like just made them amazing and like worth watching multiple times. Like I've seen psych a couple of times through I've seen white collar, I think three times through like suits like movies. Like, uh, they're, and yeah, they're occasionally, they're yeah. 
I mean, Suits was phenomenal. Like it's just like the char- the characters in it and the way that the way they have the characters written to interact, it's just it's just perfect. So, and that's what this feels like. It's the heart. Everything about this episode was executed well. I mean, th- there's not a moment in this ac- episode where I like reached over to check my phone or to it's like, like some John. It's like John Mulaney stand up. There's no wasted words. I, it really, it really mm-hmm. just it hit the ground running, and it's just like, and we're gone. Like we're we're going. I mean, you pick up immediately where we left off last week, which I love when they do that, and they pay it off with you know with Jack Duquesne holding the sword yeah. right at Hawkeye's throat. And then you get this like weird, like almost like family dinner scene with Eleanor and Hawkeye and Kate is trying to convince her mom of like the fact that she's, you know, working on an Avengers level threat. Right. <laughs> like and, we're not friends. It, Come on, Sea Dog or whatever, <laughs> whatever she it, said. It's just, it's just executed well. And I love the scene between. Um, Eleanor and Clint at the elevator. Let me clarify. Yeah. She is not a superhero. Oh, yeah. Come on. I know that. I mean, she's pretty good at all this. Natasha Romanoff was pretty damn good at it, wasn't she? Being good isn't always enough to keep you alive. I see. Clint. Yeah. Do you have kids? Yeah, I can assume that you do. It's been a rough week for my family. But I am letting you know that I cannot lose Kate. I've lost people before. I know in your line of work, you have to. I understand. Okay. So you'll forget this case? I can't do that. But what I can do is ensure that your daughter stays safe. Okay. She's talking about, like, you know, you have kids, you know, lost. Like, it's just like, I'm not losing her. Like, I, right. I, I know I'm not a parent, but like, in this moment, like, well, you, I mean, you are. I, 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 I don't want to sit here and be like, I know parenting, but like, in no, that but moment, you feel, you can still feel what, like, what it feels like to, like, I, you know what? Like okay. I, I would kill whoever it takes to I keep this Hawk. thing, keep this person safe. And like, that's what was not? It, it's it's the, a weird it, shift. Like the second you find out, it's like, oh yeah, no. I, like I would, I would murder anybody to keep this small human safe. Uh huh. And it's just it's it's the the context, the body, the the way that they emote and the way that they're acting without acting. The fact that it's not said. But it's very clearly communicated of like, stay the fuck away from my right. like you're dan- you're a danger. And it's not and even it's not even he's a danger, it's danger. she idolizes you. Therefore, you are a danger because she's going to follow you. Oh man. It's mm. I everything about this was just I mean, it's heartbreaking when you get this this scene with you know, when Clint's talking with Laura uh, Laura and Laura's you know, when she switches into German so that they can hide or try to hide what they're talking about from the kids. Um, and the way she tries to, like, she tries to say things without, like, talking about, like, the tracksuit mafia. I think right. she talks about, like, your, 
actually that's later in the episode but i mean still like the fact that she talks about like your friend who's really into jogging and like once they kind of called it out i was like that's a really clever code like the writing on this was just really really well like i i loved the way they did this um and they bring back that damn that damn rolex this week and it's a Mm -hmm. huge huge like plot point and i'm sitting here going I still don't remember what it's from. Like maybe, I mean, maybe that's just, I, I don't, well, I didn't watch the movies close enough again recently, but like, I, I don't remember what this Rolex is. I and the only thing I can think is that it's Kingpin. Cause you always see him with this giant fucking gold watch. Like that, all, all the time. That's the only thing I can think. That's what the internet has, has determined, especially with the way he keeps calling him the big guy. Yeah. And the way that this episode ends, especially, I, I have watched those movies very closely. There's not like a Rolex flashed up in, in the middle. I mean, I thought maybe it was like Obadiah Stane from, from mm-hmm. the very first Iron Man movie. Because he's like rich and wealthy and yeah. like fantastic. But he dies, or at least you think he does. Um, that would be a weird callback if you brought back Obadiah Stane. Right. Like, um, did anyone actually give a shit about Obadiah Stane? Like, yeah. I did I was I like watching the fucking movie. I'm like I don't care about this guy. I like, like the actor. I just don't yeah. like the character. Really like the actor, but yeah, the character. I'm just like, okay, I guess this is the bad guy. Like, Ugh, don't care. But right, I mean, I think that's the point is that they keep. They I'm keep... gonna hold out hope that it's Kingpin, especially with talk of Daredevil. Um, coming back and i'm like i'm wondering if i'm wondering if tomorrow or i mean we haven't seen episode five obviously but i'm wondering if maybe tomorrow we see see daredevil show up or see him in the background or see like a clue of of daredevil in this i'm gonna do something really annoying right now um so bear with me but say i've already seen episode five and i know no i have not seen episode five (laughs) but i am gonna sit here and say i know something that you don't know Mm. Gonna bookmark mm-hmm. this time on this, <laughs> on this podcast, and in a few weeks, when something happens, um, is this more Spider-Man nonsense? No, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna go into what it is or what it isn't. Um, but I'm just gonna say I know something that you don't know, and it's killing me. But I'm just, <laughs> I'm proving a point to your wife, to my wife, and to our friend group that I can keep a fucking secret. Um, One, I, I want to point. That out. <laughs> well, um, maybe two. Maybe too. We'll see if you spill if it's Lady or Lord Pterodactyl I'm by the end of the episode. I'm so we'll find not, out. <laughs> I'm not going to do that. Um, but I want to. I want to. I want to talk about this scene with Clint and Kate in the uh, in his apartment and the slushy ice packs and. <laughs> oh uh, man, I felt that scene in my soul. Uh, like, oh my god. <laughs> I, I just I want like me after about. playing softball and uh, I'm just like uh, <laughs> or when I came back from like the field and sear and stuff like it, you're just like oh and it just feel old <laughs> like capital I, O old I just I thought it was interesting they did this dichotomy thing with Kate where they almost make it look like she's enjoying being around Jack Duquesne for a minute where they're like when Jack is da- uh, dancing and singing with his uh, with Eleanor, and they make it look like for a minute, at least the way I was looking at it, that that maybe Kate thinks like, oh, you know, like my mom this is could passing. be a family, and and you die, you 
you know, diametrically oppose that with Hawkeye, who's alone in an apartment at Christmas time when his kid without his kids, and he's just beat the shit and like, I mean, he just looks pain. Everything about him looks. And pain. he like just finishes putting him on. <laughs> she shows up. Yeah, and and I think that this scene about. was amazing. I I do. I I love this scene. I love except this for scene. the Santa Claus ad. That, that was, was that was like super awkward. <laughs> like, like okay, we get it. Santa Claus is on Disney Plus too. Uh, cool. Can you like? Are you sure you don't want to? And she's like spreading them out and like, oh look, it's we should watch this one. Oh hold on, let me <laughs> drop it and like look, waving it. Let me shake it to make it more attractive. I think and I'm like, you know what? Plain milk's fine. <laughs> it was unrealistic the fact that a kid her age would have DVDs. That that was the thing that I looked at and I was I like, I don't know. I have DVDs. I'm in my 30s. You have DVDs. I mean, you're in your 30s. This actress is supposedly, I I mean, Kate Bishop is what? Let's say five years younger than us, 10 years younger than us. I mean, I'd say mid 20s. All right. All right. So my wife is five years younger than me. She has a few DVDs. She is right on that borderline between like decent human being and and whatever the hell the Gen Z's are behind us or whatever. All these fucking Zoomers. Whatever the fuck they are. (laughs) Um, And like she gets on me all the time for having things. Like having collectibles. Having like stuff. And she's like it's just clutter. And every time I work with a young To be fair, my wife also gets on to me about the clutter. (laughs) And just like why do you just need stuff to sit on shelves? I'm like because I occasionally will go by and I'll bobble all the little pop heads. And they all (laughs) nod at me in affirmation that they are glad that I have put them there. <laughs> and, it's, watched, and it's delightful. <laughs> because I watched Toy Story and I watched the Brave Little yeah. Poster. And, and if you throw one away, they get they are murdered. Like uh, I cannot get rid of this vacuum cleaner that I had, you know, 25 years ago because that vacuum has feelings too. I told my No, wife it that. fucking doesn't. But my God, yes, it does. <laughs> I told her that theory over the weekend and she goes, you're a child. And I went, yep. And you're raising one with me. Good luck. You're never throwing anything. We're, wide, we're That kid's going to see Brave Little Toaster. And you know what? We're never <laughs> going to throw out an appliance. <laughs> oh, my kid's going to be so screwed. Oh, it's going to oh, be. Yeah. Oh, oh, all of it, ours. That's, anyway. that's the nature of the, of the game. Yeah. You just try and screw them up a little less than you were screwed up. That's, that's pretty much, I think that's winning. I think I can achieve that, honestly. I hope. <laughs> I'm pretty messed up, man. Not gonna lie. Um, but I, I just, I, you go from that scene where he's teaching her. I guess it's it, that scene reminded me so much. Did you ever see that horrible movie where it was uh, Spice World? No, no, don't say that. <laughs> um, it was Doing it again just for your wife. <laughs> Angelina Jolie movie where she was like curving bullets around walls. Yes, I it was know. a comic book movie actually. But they, they, that's what this reminded me of, like where he has like a button. Uh, wanted? That's the one. Um, like that was really cool to see. It was like a father daughter moment with her and, and Hawkeye where she's, you know, turning off. I, I love the fact that he said, like, I can kill a man from, you know, 25 feet <laughs> a quarter or Just whatever. Like prove it. You got any other cool tricks? Well, I can knock somebody unconscious with that, like 20 feet away. No, you can't. Hey, use a quarter or a nickel. Dime's too late. Prove it. We're not getting conscious. 
No. I want you to hit something. Fine, live forever without me believing you. I'll just tell every stranger that I see Hawkeye is full of bolts. You gotta show me how you just did that. <laughs> I mean, like hell yes, you've got to teach me that. It was a cool scene, um, but you you go from that to that. Like I felt this in my soul when he talks about, you know, when he talks about Natasha and Black Widow, and it, it was like you get this like interspersed with a little bit of cutbacks and like flashbacks in this episode. This, this was a heartbreaking dialogue. Like, I mean, it's just to see that the, what's the best shot you ever took. And it's like the one I didn't take. Yeah. And I was like, like I immediately, immediately know who he's talking about. Right. And like, I yeah. mean, it was just, it was really, really cool. And the way that they chose to end that scene with him just taking his hearing aid out and the the uncomfortable silence that they do again in this episode, it's just unlike anything I've seen on TV before. Like, that's why I'm like, look, man, this is, if I, supporting Marvel, like, this way, when they're going to do stuff like this, I'm like, as long as the quality of what we're watching stays the same, like this, make your, make every show you want to make, because, like, yeah. you're doing, you're doing good stuff. This is, um, in, this is quite quite enjoyable <laughs> it is i mean shit, we're sitting here talking we're you know 20 an hour minutes, in <laughs> we're in and we've covered maybe like six minutes of the episode um but the thing is the thing is is like we do have if there is a weak part of this episode is that once again i feel like the action part kind of dominates the end of this episode and, and it, it sort of feels like you get to a point where i'm like i've i see them fight um yeah, I, I, don't I, want... I feel like I was okay with with that in this in this episode, like how it's structured, where it, it makes sense. I, and I, when I went back today and watched it again, uh, it was like <laughs> proportion wise, it's it's literally like the last six minutes or something like that. But I, yeah, it, it, the show, the episode feels like it's so tight and it feels it went by fast. Fast, yeah. so it seems like when all of a sudden it's it's like the action slows it down and it was like it was weird but it's only like six minutes that's it and there's still like exposition i don't yeah i don't want not consciousness as exposition which was absolutely delightful last night (laughs) we watched black widow (laughs) i'm so glad that what timing for you to watch black widow Um, it was quite intentional because i don't lie We'll, we'll we'll strip the we'll strip the nerd cred again, but like Kristen was like, I was like, who the fuck is this person? <laughs> and Kristen was like, it's Black Widow's sister. Oh, like, man. oh yeah, that's right. Like we we should watch Black Widow to see what all this is about. And I was just like, all right, well that was a movie that we that's we watched. Same, that's the same way that I felt. We purchased that. Th- I mean, we paid the thirty dollars for it to watch it over the summer. Because there was nothing, you know, there was nothing else new, and we wanted, and I'm, I'm just not, something. It, it's like when we watched it, Kristen liked it more than I did, and I went, okay. I mean, that is a movie. Like, I just the, like Hopper. I mean, he was great. I, I loved personally. <laughs> did Captain America talk about me? <laughs> <laughs> the only time that I really got excited. We are contemporaries. 
the, the ending, the, the cutscene at the end was the only thing where I really got excited when I saw uh, the Countess come back because at that point, you know, originally she was supposed to be introduced that way first to the, the MCU, but we got to see her first in Falcon and Winter Soldier, um, which, you know, it, it's kind of backwards, but like it still works um, and it, it's still... I don't think we lost anything from seeing it that way. Um, but but before we before we kind of wrap up with the talk about the battle, I did want to mention that they brought back the LARPers. Uh, who are you? Uh, uh, Hawkeye sent me here on official Avengers business. I'm uh, his partner slash best friend, Kate. He said you guys could help us out. One of you is a cop. That's me. Yeah. Officer Wendy Conrad, better as Elsbeth of Deepdale. Officer? Basically, all we need is some casual, run-of-the-mill evidence tampering. Hawkeye's trick arrows are in an NYPD facility near the Manhattan Bridge. I can probably help you out. If you make it worth my while. Worth our while. Yeah, yeah, sure, totally. Whatever, whatever you want. <laughs> All right. All in? Okay, it's going to be great. You guys are awesome. Outfits, the, 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 this is really awesome. Yes, and, and they are delightful. Those, I, for background characters... I love the fact that they're humanizing just like normal people and, and the New York police officer. Like, I love the Which, fact that these is it, guys, like, is it not problematic at all to you that it's like, I feel like the implication is that, you know, fire department is just going in like stealing shit. Like from the other episode, they're like, but they, they literally just like rolled into a fire scene, probably a crime scene since you have an entire mafia like lighting shit on fire in this apartment so a crime scene and they're like you know what uh this is this is a cool outfit i think i'm gonna take it like <laughs> wait the fuck <laughs> like i don't think that's a i don't think that's standard procedure i let's just say <laughs> it is it is if you think too heavily about it i agree it is problematic but I mean, this time they just have a cop going into an evidence room and just stealing evidence. So, like, if you want to, it is New York. I, <laughs> I mean, I, I love the fact that even the, doing that though, that the cop was like, uh, "If you make it worth my while, like, I don't want cash, but there is something I do want." And I, I think we're gonna see at some point in episode five and or episode six. I mean, they've been talking too much about rebranding Captain America, or excuse me, rebranding Hawkeye. <laughs> We're going to get a new Hawkeye costume. Oh, yeah. And, I mean, the, the series is wrapping down, right? Like, at this point, like, we, you do get this this really great, I mean, the, the suspense they did and the way they did the, you know, getting the Rolex back um, from what turns out to be Echo's apartment, Um I don't know about you, but my grandmother is deaf. So when they, um, I don't think your grandmother was deaf. I don't know why I said it that way. Um, but my, my grandmother on my dad's side is deaf. So when she walked into the, um, to the apartment and the lights flashed, I immediately was like, I know where we are because my grandmother has something like that or had something like that very similar on the, on the telephone. Like it would flash when somebody was calling. And I remember yeah. talking to my dad about that when I was little and he taught me, 
Like that's how she knows, you know, like there are people that will talk like you talk to an answering service basically. And they type so that you right. can read T-T- it. TTY. I think it is. Okay. Yeah. I, I, am, I am. I am familiar. I dated a person who was hard of hearing for a long time. Oh yeah. Okay. So I it immediately. Two, actually. <laughs> in, really? In high, in high school and, uh, and in college. I didn't know that. Uh, yeah, one, um, one at Chamberlain, one at Blake. Good for you. Yeah. Um, I, I, let me retract that and say your wife is awesome. Um, yes. Uh, your wife is amazing. Far uh, superior to either one of those human beings. Indeed. Indeed. Um, but I love the fact... <laughs> no regrets. <laughs> no regrets. I love that they brought back the, um, the blob arrows here. Like, I mean, they go and they steal back the arrows and then they reuse them. Like, I like yeah. that that it's not just a I like that it's not like a shoot it and forget it like we'll just make others he doesn't have an unlimited budget yeah, like, he's not he's not wasteful which I think it's interesting because they've covered like we've talked about it a little bit in Falcon Winter Soldier too like they don't make money <laughs> no, no I think with Tony there's no money well, in heroing well with Tony being gone I mean that's the thing is like why where's Avengers Tower and they're like oh we sold that a long time ago like Tony was the source of money. Right. He, he was the one that kept everybody, you know, okay. And now apparently, I mean, that's that's gone. And I think that's going to be something we continue to see moving forward. It makes for a better story than if they had unlimited resources and they could do whatever they wanted all the time because, you know, we're rich. Like no. Right. It's it, this it, isn't this isn't easy. Yes, exactly. It's supposed to be hard. Because most things that are worth doing are actually hard. Um, but, I mean, you, you, you kind of talked about it already, but we do get a fantastic, fantastic battle scene um, at, at the end of this episode between uh, Echo and Hawkeye and Kate. And then uh, the zipline bit where Kate gets stuck on the zipline. That's <laughs> so funny. Um, I, I love that when... Hawkeye has a chance to like pull her up. Like she gets knocked off the roof. It's very reminiscent of uh, Black Widow and Hawkeye from Endgame. And he yes. he gets a chance. He tries to push her away again, but like when she like stomps back inside the apartment and then starts climbing the stairs back up again or into the building, <laughs> that he's was- like, "Go, go!" <laughs> she goes, "God damn it!" <laughs> like essentially. You could just see it on her face. That's what she's saying. It's like, motherfucker. Yeah. Like, no, like, I'm going to do that. Like, I am helping you, damn it. it it's when you get the you get the reintroduction of Yelena Belova, um, the Black Widow. We don't get her Florence Pitt. I don't know if that's how you say it, but it makes me happy to say it like that. <laughs> you don't get you don't get her name, um, but it's definitely her. Um, and she is, you know, you get the. I think it will be interesting to see. I think episode five is definitely going to have to have some exposition for why she's there. Um, you know, Clint tells Kate that, you know, someone has hired a black widow um, and that that's kind of escalated things. Um, so we, we know from the movie black widow that the widow program is essentially shuttered um, by, by Natasha's actions. Um, by breaking your nose and then awkwardly readjusting it. Oh, like there was I'm, some I am badass. And I'm like, oh god. I, at that point I was just like, all right, is this 
this, are we done? Is this over yet? It's, it's <laughs> interesting because in that movie, she ends the widow program, but that is set. At, I think that's set after civil war is when that's supposed yeah. to happen. So at this point, I, I wonder if we're going to get some exposition about whether or not the widow program has been restarted or if it's just those that were widows are now kind of, you know, uh, freelance artists or, or mercenaries or something like that. Um, she yeah, I, knows who Clint is, right? I mean, like if there's yes. recognition there. Um, well, I'm wondering if this is, we're going to see some dark Avengers kind of stuff, you know, that, I, I'm still, I'm still wondering that with, um, what's her name with Veep. <laughs> oh, you talking about Countess? Or are you talking? Yeah. About- I'm still wondering if we're going to end up seeing some, like some form of dark Avengers with that. I think, I have a theory about about this. I mean, as you know, the Dark Avengers are run by Norman Osborn. Um, and, yes. And it appears that Sony and Marvel have got a good working relationship recently because they both like money. Um, right. Which, as do I. And I do too. But I mean, I think it's very clear to me that, that Countess is playing the role of Norman Osborn. I think you're right. I think, I think we've talked about this. She is putting together a Dark Avengers team. Um, I would be very interested to see when and where we see that. Is it a show? Is it? I think it's more likely it's a show than a movie because I don't know that people are going to support that the way that they would support, you know, Spider-Man or even the Eternals. Frankly, I um, would love to see a Dark Avengers show and see how that weaves in. I, it, I, if I remember right, it was kind of adjacent to the uh, the Secret Invasion stuff. It is immediately post secret. Okay. Yeah. Um, That's, so it's real close. And it seems like that might be the seeds of that are being put through. So, yeah, just for those who didn't read the comic, it's a wonderful comic. It's available on Amazon. It's available everywhere. Um, It's available in my collection. DM me and I will sell it to you. (laughs) It's so, so good because it is the exact reverse of the Avengers. Um, you, you have everything that you have in Avengers. We get Wolverine's son. There. Was yeah. it Dakin? Dakin is there. I mean, there's just... It's a really, really good, tight series. Um, but basically, at the end of Secret Invasion, the world doesn't trust the, the heroes anymore, so they turn but to, of all people, Norman Osborn, who they the know... Suicide Squad. Oh, wait. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it, it's basically the precursor for Suicide Squad, honestly. Um and it, it came out during Siege, um, which if you read comics... I do remember Siege. Oh. Suicide Squad, I'm pretty sure, is D- DC. Just I think DC? I that in. Yes. I, I think so. I think that's... Uh, that's that there, that was, a, that was really a shot for a friend of the podcast. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, honestly, DC sucks. Anyway, <laughs> we'll leave it at that. Suck um, it, friend of the podcast. <laughs> suck it, friend of the podcast. Way better. And you know this. Um... So, all right. Except for Iron Man. Yeah, he does like Iron Man a lot. So <laughs> he knows that. All right. So, so we leave this episode, right? Where we end episode four is that Clint has told Kate she needs to leave. Um, she needs to, you know, that this has become too dangerous. We're headed towards this kind of like pivot point, I think, for all of these characters. You know, is Kate and Clint, or Clint, and Kate going to be able to overcome their like 
whatever this is, like that they can't work together. I mean, clearly they're going to come. <laughs> Spoiler over. alert. Probably. She's going to take over the mantle of, of Hawkeye, or at least that's what we've been led to believe this entire time is that that's where she's, she's going to be. Um, so, I mean, is that, is that the next step in episode five? Personally, I, I think there's a, there's enough here to wrap up that I hope if we do get Kingpin, I hope it's in a passing shot of like, Oh, it was Kingpin all along. You silly kids or something like that. And then, yeah, like a Scooby-Doo episode. I, I mean, I'm going to say it. <laughs> and he would have gotten away with it if it wasn't for <laughs> meddling kids. I just, we haven't had a show like this other than the animated show be renewed for a season two. Um, and I don't know necessarily that this is the one to do it with, but it kind of feels like we have the pieces in play here to finish telling this first part of this story and then to expound a little bit. Kate's a likable character. I mean, I, I like her. I like the dynamic with her mom and with Jack Duquesne. I, I think they introduced the bit about Armand Duquesne being murdered. It's almost like you can forget that that guy was murdered because it happened so long ago. And, and you know, and who and, cares? Cause he was an asshole. And that's the thing. Right? <laughs> yeah. Like, they're like he's not a likable dude. And they're like, Oh yeah, this dude died. And you're like, all right, well, uh, bye. I guess. The first thing you tell me about a guy is if he comes in and, on the show and it's like, Hey, you should wear something pretty. I'm like, Oh, okay, right. You need to die in a fire. Um, because you're, yeah. Just... Why don't you smile more? Oh, fuck you. <laughs> please stop making white guys, the villains and everything. Like some of us are not terrible. I mean, I, I rec, I recognize a large percentage of us are right. Like, <laughs> so, like, to be are. fair, percentage wise, it does make sense to have, you know, a white dude as the bad guy. God damn it. I know. Uh, I know. All right. We well, don't have to like it. We just have to do better. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. I think that's the, that's the point is just to be better. Right. Yeah. Well, as long as we aren't assholes, that's true. We're just, we just continue being snarky, half decent people. I, I'm, I'm good for half decent. I think I, yeah. I think half like so. three quarters. Yeah. I'm good with it. I did I like three quarters. I really did like that. They, the music in this episode, um, the fact that they sprinkled in a lot of like Christmas carols and like songs in behind, like I think Melikali Kamaka was in there at one point. I love that song, and I, it's just weird to have that in a, a Marvel show. But like, <laughs> so cool. Well, and they, they all make and they all make sense. I guess is the yeah. the like it it fits. It seems to fit the theme, and that like that is very helpful <laughs> for for me. And it, I think it adds to the charm. I think so. I, it's a very this show just, I mean, like we said earlier, this show just, it has heart. And I just, I left this one way more satisfied than I did last week. Which, once again, I, you know, I think this is the, the pattern. That's the roller coaster. As you know, we go up, but then we kind of level off for a minute. And then it's like, and get ready because we're about to, you know, stunning conclusion is about to happen right now. Yeah. So, But well, I we, think we're going to get there. <laughs> I think that's where we're going to leave it for now. Um, Snark, is there anything we haven't talked about that we wanted to cover this week? I don't, I don't think so. I don't think so. I think that was it. Um, But yeah, I mean, hopefully our fantasy team makes a, a remarkable comeback Mm. tonight. Uh, Indeed. Going to need a lot when uh, Mike Evans and Rob Gronkowski get hurt in the same game. Yeah. With a, 
with Tom Brady taking a giant dump. Go break uh, another computer, uh, dude. Seriously, this is why don't bet on the Bucks. If my life has taught me anything, it's when you expect something from them, then that's when they're not gonna be ready to. Indeed, deliver. like when it's your first week of the playoffs and you're playing the same guy you just stomped the week before in your pay league, and you start Tom Brady because he's supposed to do do gangbusters. And you start Evans because he's also supposed to do gangbusters because Brady. And and he came out of the game and I went, oh, fuck. Yes. And then both of them. I think I got four points. Like, And it was like my entire team, the entire team just shit the bed. I I think my my player average was four and a half points. Brutal. Well, that's 50 bucks now. Not seeing that money again, but you know, such, anyway. is, life. such is life, right? C'est la vie, as if you will. Well, I think this is where we'll wrap it up. We were really, I think I can hear it in both of our voices. We're excited to be back. I think we're excited to be feeling good again. Um, it's, it's it's good to talk to you again, buddy. Um, oh yeah, it's been too long, but um, uh, we won't talk again with you guys until after christmas um so if you are celebrating the the christmas holiday merry christmas um if you're not happy holidays i hope you're hopefully you got some time off from work and you don't have to battle with the spreadsheets for a few days and you can stay home and watch amazing marvel and and star wars content if that's what you want yes um that would be that would be ideal to just just watch all of this we're hours away from the finale of, of hawkeye we're hours, I mean, just a few more hours away from Boba Fett. I just, what a time to be alive right now, man. <laughs> like, eight-year-old me is so totally jealous of 35-year-old me right now. And I just, hey, man, just just keep plugging along because there's some good stuff coming. But uh, I think this is it. So we'll uh, we'll be back next week with potentially a, a double episode, it sounded like. Maybe. So... We'll see. Well, I mean, we'll we'll see. We'll see. But I'm gonna. We're gonna let the snark take us out as he always does. Uh, Maliki Miki Maka. May the force be with you. Have a great week, everybody. <laughs>